Sometimes that is better. What up, everyone? Welcome to Give Me Back My Horror Movies, the podcast. I am your host, Nate, and with me this week is Charlie, as he is every week from now into eternity. Say hello, Charlie. So I get second billing now again, but that's yes. only because Pete's not here. Pete's not here, so now you're second billing. Now, where now, is Pete? He's like busy or something. Is. I think he's helping children. You know, that's the only excuse I'll accept is uh, his charity work that they do with the Nacho Street Band in Columbus. Yes, he does fantastic work. and uh, So he gets a pass on this one. He does. They uh, raise money for the, if I'm not mistaken, the Ronald McDonald House, I, I think, is seems the charity. To be correct. I yep. don't quite know what they do, but it deals with Nationwide Children's Hospital here in Columbus. So it's a big, that's... big deal. It's all the all for good for kids. So we are behind yeah. it 100%. And, you know, we, we share that stuff out there. So if anyone has a chance to check out one of Nacho's live streams, can do a donation, anything like that, they always appreciate it. They are they usually set a goal every year. And I think so far they've gotten to that goal. Uh, yeah, it seems like they always seem to crush it. Yeah. So good, jo- good job, Pete. Good job, Pete. You know you picked bailed slugs. Bailed on us. Yeah, I was okay with slugs. And honestly, everyone I talk to has been like, oh, I love that movie. I actually have a funny thing. And I, since you brought it up, I didn't have to. So I was talking to Sludge uh, last week. And I was like, yeah, we uh, we just released Slugs. He goes, I love that movie. He goes, "My sis- it's my sister's favorite movie. It's also the only movie on his Plex server, you know, where we can share movies yeah. with each other that has nudity in it he didn't edit out the nudity because of the kill scene of the girl falling into the slugs i'll be that he goes that's the (laughs) only one on there so uh yeah i thought it was kind of cool and it was mine and pete's pick of uh the kill of the week for ourselves so (laughs) yes everyone loves nude slug day everyone's liking slugs but nate yep nate what's wrong with you man someone needs to sit down watch it with me that way i can get in there better appreciation for it that's what yeah yeah <laughs> that's uh bubba but so you got to pick this week and what did you pick sir did i pick this you did i did i i don't yes, remember yep, pick. Yep, yep, i thought was, i picked the one after this nope nope it was, this was your pick son of a I, bitch I promise yep I, I feel even worse now oh. um <laughs> <laughs> we could say that was both of us but i'm saying it was just you fine put that put put that voodoo on me ricky bobby mm-hmm. um i this one is always at everyone's top of the list for werewolf movies like it's like america uh what is american it? werewolf in london american werewolf in london my brain um howling ginger snaps and dog soldiers any variation of the top Wolverine or uh, werewolf movies. I'll say Wolverine movies. Um, nope, nope, <laughs> nope. Uh, I think Full Eclipse should be up there. Maybe that's why Pete bailed on this one. He was terrified when we said werewolf that yeah, I was going to act. Like, nope, I'm out. 
I'm he done was, for. I was accidentally going to play. I, he heard werewolves and guns, and he's like, I'm not watching Mario Van Peebles again. <laughs> you yeah. sons of bitches, it's not pick, happening. You know, the universal classic, The Wolfman, that was his problem. Says, There's another one I haven't watched in forever. So I, I've been on this. I wanted to do creature features. I, I had no idea that Pete was picking slugs. So now it's going to feel like we have a lot of creature features coming up. But yeah, um, monster area. Yeah, yeah, around there. There's another hint in this week's episodes for uh, our next our next one. Oh, so, um, yeah, I picked this, and also I hadn't watched this since like 2003. Oh, like, it's been a while for you, huh? A long while. To, yeah. So long, even Jackie's going. Have we seen this? I was like, I'm pretty sure we rented this because it was the only way we could have seen it. It like only played in one theater in the United States. This is technically an independent film at uh, the budget, which I won't step on your toes and steal your budget talk. Um, better not. It better not. But uh, no, I, I, I wanted this as an excuse to revisit it. I bought the Shout Factory Blu-ray. Um, there's, a, there's a 4K coming out, we there's read? There's a 4K coming out based on the original negative that I think played in the theater. Which okay. I'm glad that you went into this. So this sure. is kind of funny. We're on the inverse here. Like I watch this movie periodically because how much I love it. I just opened up my DVD case, and I want you know it. I have the receipt from when I bought this for five bucks at a used wow. game store. I have had this copy since 2013. Since 2013? Yes, apparently. And this is the original DVD that came out. Uh, back in 2002. Let me tell you, wow. it's got terrible picture. Horrible oh, picture. No. Um, it's basically a transfer straight from the cable, like from when it aired on sci-fi originally, yeah. and just thrown on a disc. So, I had Saul Shout Factory came out with it, and I went, well, I'll just buy a digital copy of it on Amazon, because it was only eight bucks. And yeah. usually the transfers are straight from Shout Factory for their HD rips. It's no big deal. Mm-hmm. Watching this again, I went, this picture quality is terrible. So how was it on the physical copy? So I remember it was sometime last year we were on a werewolf kick again. And I tried to watch Sludge's rip on the Plex of Dog Soldiers. I was basically watching a black snow screen it was yeah. that bad of a rip so i have a little bit of context of how the shout factory looks the shout factory one is good it's i i i want to say great compared to what everyone else has experienced it on um there's there's some grain but i've done some research on this and i know what's going on they originally filmed this on 16 millimeter then upconverted it to 35. Never, ever, ever imagining what HD would be later on. So when they upconverted it to the 35 millimeter print for theaters, it was fine. It worked. And now it's been totally degraded. Now, I'm also curious as to why they're doing a 4K, because this Shout Factory Blu-ray is the rip from the negative from the one theater they found it from. Yeah, it's supposed to be an even crisper picture. I would be shocked if it is. HD that I watch 
it basically I love an old timey like camera, like the thirty-five millimeter filter, you know, mm. like yeah, with the little lines, see and... the cigarette burns and the yeah. lines, and you know, this obviously had that. But imagine your screen having white noise on top of it the whole time, like a static, yeah. is the best way to put it. Like the whole picture throughout the whole time movie was staticky, and I was just like, man, this still is not a good. None, none of that. None of that's on the shout factory. None. See, I should have ordered it sooner instead of waiting until the last minute because mm-hmm. I went, well, I'll, I'm going to get an updated version of that. And I was like, oh, I'll just buy the digital. Why not? Mistakes. I, were made. I was pretty sure you ordered it when I ordered mine. Nah, I said I was, I was like, going to. And then I didn't. You son of a bitch. Yep. <laughs> uh, so, no, quality was. You know what? I'm going to say quality is excellent compared to what everyone, every other version people have of this is. Um, and I watched the, 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 the uh, documentary I've read stuff from the director. The director was fully involved in shout factories redo of this. Like, Oh, now who is all, that director? Well, that's one, uh, Neil Marshall. Sir. One Neil Marshall. Why would people know Neil Marshall in the horror world? Well, I know him because he's done a movie. He's done a movie I have loved since it came out in theaters, and I watch it a lot. No, I can't even say annually because I'll watch it two or three times more. The Descent. Yep, bingo. His follow up to this movie was The Descent. One of Charlie's favorite. <laughs> yeah, to this day, still a scene I cannot watch in that movie where she gets trapped and gets stuck and panics and i i can't i have to skip that whole segment because i can't breathe i'm super claustrophobic and they nail it in that movie oh yeah uh, um, he also did a movie i think we both enjoy a lot doomsday i love doomsday which is basically a john carpenter movie yeah i read some people were like dogging on that movie and i'm like this movie is amazing it's like kind of zombie kind of it's like mad, mad max, max meets a ghost of mars type with snake pliskin as a yeah chick. and then all of a sudden you're in medieval england and it's like it, it's all over the place what, what what's not to love about it and most recently what he's done is one movie i actually enjoy and it's kind of divisive among the fans is the latest hellboy with oh. uh with nope. Hopper from I Stranger was bored Things. the whole time. You bastard yeah. man. I'm yep, taking your life. not line. enjoy. I don't like when a movie does a bunch of set piece hops, like where it's like, now we're in England, now we're in Scotland, now we're here, now we're there. I was just like, slow it down. Like, it so felt like every did, scene in that movie took place in a different country. Did you, it drove me did nuts. You, did you ever read BPRD or anything? Yeah. Like that? yeah. I mean, it, to it, me, it was like reading the comic book. It was, I was watching. Manola's and all these guys' vision on the screen finally. Absolutely. And I got a Hellboy that I was I love Ron Perlman. Don't get me wrong. Those Hellboy movies are fantastic. But I this one was the gritty, the bloody, the what I've known BPRD to be. And I yeah, I, I gotta I was take there my Del Toro over it all every day of the week. <clears throat> but he did direct two of the best episodes of Game of Thrones, the Battle at Blackwater and the Watchers on the Wall. Yeah, I noticed he no. did a lot of directorial stuff, like one, two episodes here and there, like some yep. West World and some stuff like that. So, Black Sails. Yeah, Black uh, I'm, Sails. I'm still, like, it's one of those things, like, I'm excited to see what else he has for us down the road. Like, he doesn't have, 
the longest list of movies. No, but what he it's has like done is like, like that. it's a nice like, oh, cool. What else is this guy going to have in store for us? He's one. Uh, he's one of those to watch, and like I said, he's he's got enough hits that I'm like, okay, I want to see what he's going to do next. So, before we get too much more, and to figure out, and to Charlie to finally reveal why he's slightly apprehensive this episode, let's get the trailer out of the way. What do you say, Nate? Let's do it. One of the most explosive, brutal, and purely enjoyable horror debuts since The Evil Dead. Genuinely frightening. Jaws, Aliens, and Predator with a werewolf twist. Come on! Absolutely brilliant. Ah! Thrilling. Mind your tongue! Exciting. Ah! Scary. I don't scare that easy. And funny. I'm sold. A horror film with bite. You are. Sold! I'm in the closet! of a werewolf movie. Wait, Dog soldiers. It'll blow your house down. Do bop da bop bop bop. Exactly. You wouldn't steal a werewolf. Oh, yeah. I love that stuff, man. But uh... <laughs> I was going. I I found that's not the original theatrical one because the original theatrical one thought, you know what uh, trailers need subtitles and that no talk dialogue to you and zero dialogue. And I'm like, <laughs> are you effing kidding me? Uh, but thankfully, Shout Factory put out that trailer and I, it worked. I was like, okay, that's why it's like someone rating the movie instead of like telling you about the movie in this i was like it's fine it's our trailers it'll work it it, 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 it did the job work. <laughs> so to tell us more about the movie then i think it's time for our segment of this isn't back of the vhs nate this is no. well this would have been reading it on channel three when you know all the channels are scrolling for what they're going to be showing up and yeah. they give you a little brief description because this movie premiered in the States on the Sci-Fi Channel, yes. which is how I originally watched it. I remember watching it on the premiere night because I was so excited for this werewolf uh, like army war movie, basically. Yeah. It, it had me stoked, and I watched it many, many a times that well, weekend, too, because they showed it, it a lot the, that like two weeks it aired on Sci-Fi. I'm trying. I'm trying to remember if that's how I watched it, or if I rented it when it finally got released on DVD. But speaking of DVD, though, Nate has his in his hand, and he yep. is going to read us the back of the DVD. Let's do this. A band of soldiers is dispatched to war games deep in the woods. When they stumble across a rival team slaughtered in camp, they realize they're not alone. Something deadly is waiting in the darkness. Something not animal and not human. Hold up in an abandoned farmhouse. The soldiers start a bloody battle against the beast. Dawn is only a few hours away, but they may not live to see it. Dog Soldiers is a terrifying chiller in the tradition of Predator and an American werewolf in London. 
Now that's interesting because the back of my shout factory is different. Oh, they changed it up, did they? Yeah. Well, guess what? We're going to have our very first back of the DVD double feature. (laughs) A group of soldiers dispatched to the Scottish Highlands on special training maneuvers faces their biggest fears after they run into Captain Ryan, the only survivor of a special ops team that was literally torn to pieces. Ryan refuses to disclose his mission, even though whoever attacked his men might be hungry for seconds. Help arrives in the form of a local girl who shelters them in a deserted farmhouse deep in the forest. But when they realize that they are surrounded by a pack of bloodlusting werewolves, it's apparent their nightmare has just begun. Man, yours doesn't even mention Predator or American Werewolf in London. No, which I actually prefer. Um, that irritates me. That this movie know. comes I, out I and it, it immediately... Extreme Predator vibes out of it. Oh, I'm not saying I don't get the vibes. I'm saying that everything I read or even looked at, like even the director, I read a, a comment he made where he goes, yeah, I probably went a little too far with all my little like ends and things that I paid homage to. But I'm like, it just is it a good werewolf movie? Well, it's like Jaws. Is it a good werewolf movie? Oh, did you like Predator? You'll like this. Is it a good werewolf movie? And I was just getting annoyed as shit about it. <laughs> um, so I'm going to answer that question. Um, yeah, answer it for us, please. God, I'm I I'm sorry. I really think I watched this under the wrong time frame and thought process. This was not at all what I was expecting at all. I was like, this is right up Charlie's alley. It should be. It should. And there, I'm giving myself an asterisk. I, whatever I say in this episode. I am going to rewatch this movie under better, and I'm going to explain my circumstances. Under better circumstances, and then I will update us later on once I do, and I my score will not reflect my feelings right now. I, that's what I'm going to say. I'm going to give it a See, score. my scores, it's pretty solid with what I've got. Well, this is going to be a rare one where you're going to go first, and then I'm going to go, but that's yeah. at the end of the show. So, we we as we told everyone and you know we've kind of been rapid firing our episodes to get caught back up that also means charlie's been understatement (laughs) charlie's also been rapid firing editing um i also do the live stream for the action elite so we usually watch a movie um we weren't gonna do one this week until we found out james con unfortunately passed away godfather rollerball and the movie we covered on the live stream was Eraser. So I watched Eraser before the live stream on Wednesday. Wednesday's when I usually watch our movie. It went long. We started Dog Soldiers at 10 o'clock. And it's a very dialogue-driven movie at the beginning. Oh, yeah. And Charlie was out of it. Did you fall I asleep? Was, 
I didn't fall asleep. Oh, that's all- good. I was like, did you fall asleep? Because if no. so, we're holding off the recording. <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't fall asleep. I did scroll my phone, which I know is a big no-no. But I was scrolling it on IMDb reading trivia about the movie. So that oh, is my- I mean, I do the same thing during yeah. like slower parts of any movie we cover. Um, um, one of the things, because this movie coming out in 2002, I was 14 when I first saw this. I would have been 22. So, uh, this is a peak 14-year-old movie. 100%. Like, this is one of those movies when you watch it, you're like, oh, man, all you remember is all the blood, all the gunfire, you know, tall-ass werewolves. That's why that's I recommended this. That's, yeah. I remembered good gore, awesome-looking werewolves, and gunfights. So, now, I was like, that's that's why I was like, let's As let's watch Dog Soldiers. An older person watching this now in my mid thirties, early thirties, not quite the mids yet. Not gonna age myself. <laughs> There's a lot of shaky cam, really weird edits, <laughs> back and forth edits. Uh, as you said, a lot of like dialogue driven, a lot of dialogue, and just. Um, I'm not going to rag on the budget, but it is a two million dollar film. Yeah, um, it, it's it independent has low movie. Things it, it's an independent uh, movie. Period. That's all there is to it. I still enjoy the movie. There's a lot more faults to it, though, and I, I definitely knows it because I watched this last year as well. Um, yeah. At the time, it was like, oh, I haven't seen this in a while. I've been wanting to watch a really good werewolf movie, and, and threw in the DVD, and that's when I realized, like, wow, the quality of this has only gotten worse since I've upgraded. My TV sets, you know, over the years <laughs> compared yeah. to 2013 and eight and what he had, <laughs> what I have now. It was just like, all right, that HD version's got to be the better one. I'm going to keep ragging on it. And Bubba, we were still rocking CRTs back then. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, we hadn't so, thrown them all away per the government's recommendation, man. I remember <laughs> it. last year when watching, I was like, oh, that was not as good as I remember it. Then watching it again last night, I was like, oh, I, I still really enjoy this. But it's still not as good as what a fourteen-year-old Nate loved yeah. about it, you know. I, I I'm when it got to, for lack of a better term, the action of the movie, it was fantastic. And I, my only thing was, and here's here's the other thing, I never knew this back in the day, and like I said, it had been so long since I watched it, I didn't realize this was supposed to be a dark comedy. So I think it comedy would be a strong word to throw uh, at, but more of like some comedic tones to it. When the director goes, yeah, it's a comedy. I'm like, I, yeah, I, wouldn't, I, I wouldn't don't know. Like it's, it's definitely more action than horror. I would say that the only reason I would, we were like, all right, let's throw this on the horse because it's a werewolf movie. Um, yeah, it's not so, quite full eclipse. No, action. it's not quite. It's not quite. Uh, my mean, man, is, Mario Van Beebles a a ragtag team of soldiers going against werewolves so you have an unkillable beast against mm-hmm. you know expendables yes oh well but expendables light expendables let's let's light. Let's, now, let's be we could have had a very interesting movie if the casting gods would have allowed it oh, they originally do, do wanted you know? jason statham oh, to be cooper yes. and spoon who's kind of like the comedic one of the group yeah. was supposed to be Simon Pegg. Yes. 
Oh my god. Okay, I got to off my notes. You here's what's it. strange. Statham had the opportunity to work with John Carpenter in the States for Ghost of Mars, and yep. Neil Marshall went, we don't know when this movie's going to get made. Take this opportunity now because you have a chance to work with John Carpenter. Yeah. And Simon Pegg had already promised Edgar Wright, hey man, I want you to be... I want you to be in my first movie. Like, well, he said, I want your I, first I, film to be what I make. And he go, Simon he told, agreed to it. He told Simon, I want you to be, in, I want to do your first horror movie. That was, this was too close to horror. And Simon's like, I can't do anything. Yeah. Cause he did comedy. He did all yeah, that's well, how he was known. He and Edgar did space, the TV show together. Yes. Uh, which I don't think that's streaming on anything. Like they did a release for it on DVD back in the it, early 2000s that I managed to snag. It might be on BBC or something like that, one of those types of Yeah, it was just a two-season BBC. There's oh, yeah. It's, like 12 episodes. Yeah. It's fantastic. Absolutely. I was So I had all that wrote down because I love the fact that he went to go work on Ghosts of Mars, which tied into – I didn't know any of this till after I watched the movie. So I was like, oh, shit, they, that ties into our space. Um, there's a couple other things that tie there into is, our space. Because we got Sean Pertwee in this, who was in Event Horizon as Smith. Yes, uh, guess, I guess I can say who, guess who else was in Event Horizon that's in this movie? I don't know who else would have been. You don't? Nope. Not most people would, but all of the upside down corpses in the basement <laughs> came from the set of really? Event Horizon. Yes. Amazing. I was like, oh, no, that dead bodies from Event awesome. Horizon. Made their way into dogs. And soldiers. it one the one you catch a good glimpse of the side, and I did I should have paused it because I have a good clean cut. I think it's one of the Sam Neal where his face is all messed up and he's wearing the event horizon uniform. Nice. I gotta watch it again, but um that brings me back to my other thing is I don't know why they're trying to do a 4K. Like what process does 4k do that's going to do better than because i've watched some 4k that aren't as good as the blu-rays you know where you're like okay it's a little brighter but now, i'm gonna need a film snob or a tech guy to correct me i think with 4k it's going more off of the original film compared to what blu-ray does yeah I but they're using the, the exact same scenario. negative though you know what i mean it's God, now we're getting the text and stuff that i don't know because I, I the, won't buy the 4K. That much I do know right out there. No, the get the Shout Factory. I, I will back up like right now that that's the better one to get, obviously. But well, let's get let's get back to the movie itself. Was I liked how it began with the oh, hikers. If you're camping and you know your tent starts to open up with growls, that's gonna what suck. I, <laughs> I I was laughing at him unzipping the girl's pants while the zipper of the tent was As moving. The tent is going, yeah. So you're, he's like, "These are real. This is a really loud zipper. Really you got long here. zipper." <laughs> <laughs> and I was also, I'm just, I'm kind of chuckling at. She gives him a silver letter opener, and I'm already like, "Yeah, it's a werewolf movie. There's gonna be a silver something that is." immediately force fed to us and i think my other issue was it was we start out in the hills of was it scotland or ireland it might be ireland i think it's scotland one of the one of the two it might be it might be ireland or scotland so they starts there then it goes 
four weeks before or two weeks before this. And then after that whole segment, now we're four weeks forward and now I'm doing math and I don't like that in here. <laughs> because you, Charlie had to do math. It made him I very was, upset. I was already like, what is going on? They did like the dude didn't want to shoot a dog. They shot a dog. And I'm like, this is unnecessary. I don't like this whole segment. Oh, well, that's another thing. That was Liam Cunningham, who is the Onion Knight from Game dude, of I, Thrones. He plays Ryan. He is. Uh, uh, he also main bad guy in this. He movie. was in a, another medieval uh, type esque movie. He was in First Night with Richard Gere and Sean Connery. Holy crap! I haven't seen that one in years. It's actually a oh. it's fairly early in his uh, career, but I like First Night. It's actually a decent movie. Um, so. I didn't really care about that. I know they're trying to establish that these guys are like the badass of badasses. You know, they're like, you know, black ops. And and it also shows that Cooper is a human and he doesn't want to kill the dog. Like, you know how long it took me person. You know how long it took me to realize that Cooper was the guy that got kicked out at the beginning. (laughs) Was it when you're watching the documentary? No, when he fought the guy at the end of the movie and I went, Oh, wait, he's the one that got kicked out earlier in the movie. That's why you need subtitles on when watching a movie at home. I, I, I could hear it, but I would have had to look at the screen if the subtitles were going to work. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was tired, and I'm not going to dog this movie. No pun intended. But I'm not going to ding this movie for my being tired and not really being into the movie when I watched it. But I felt like it was still interesting enough for me to possibly have a slight different take of the movie while we recorded this. So what I like about this movie though, is we go through, they're on a routine training exercise, our main squadron that we follow throughout the whole movie. I don't know what's on the tip of their guns. They're supposed to be firing blanks. I've never seen something like that before. It's a blank, but it is, it is basically just a, a barrel plug that is brightly, you ever play paintball? Yeah. So you, when we would not not by ourselves in the woods where we didn't use the barrel plugs, but when you go play at like actual fields, anytime you're not on field fighting each other, you have to have the brightly colored barrel plug. It's a visual indication that that gun is safe. Well, they, even though they have blanks, they still have to have a visual indication that that is a safe gun. Okay. Yes. That makes sense to me. And it wasn't like, lasers, okay? In if my this head, Heartbreak Ridge. <laughs> yeah, in my head, they took those out for whatever reason. And then when we watched it, I went, oh, they stumble across another camp and then take yes. all their guns. Because they realize that camp has been wiped out. Not yeah. a single round of ammunition is on the ground. And no so one whatever got hit them, off. hit them hard and fast. Which... Again, I mean, I, they, I guess they kind of try to explain it, and that ties into what you're talking about. When the guy fires the gun with the blanks at the dead cow, and oh. they all go, dude, it's blanks. What are you trying well, to do? Knee-jerk reaction. If you got a gun in your hand <laughs> and a cow just lands in front of you dead, and you, know, you have that cow blood splash onto your face, yeah, I'm going to shoot at it with my blanks as well. Is and it dead? I love I that question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I'm going to calm down and go, all right, I got it. <laughs> uh, so th- that was probably the first thing that got me to snap out of 
damn, there's a lot of dialogue. I heard the story the guy was telling. I heard, um, you know, the talk between all of them, the watch segment, you know, so I yeah. was listening to the movie but and looking up, but when that cow lands, in... I'm watching the television at that point. <laughs> Holy shit. Now, if you're in the scenario though, where you come across the camp, that's been completely wiped out. What is your initial thought of what could have taken those guys out? I, you know, that was, you're in an area that shouldn't have like bad guys, you know, you're like in rural uh, Scotland. So you're like, well, it can't be terrorists. It can't be. So I'd be thinking like bears, wolves. I don't even know if they're in Scotland, you're, you're but who like knew? Super enhanced bears or something. <laughs> I, I don't know. I've seen a mama bear tear a few things apart. I, there's bears where I live, dude. I've watched one run across the horse field and through my neighbor's yard. So, they're capable of anything, man. My first, my first thought process would be, yeah, it's probably a predator. Like I would instantly be like, it is real. Turns out they're real. I don't want to be a part of this exercise anymore. Get me the hell out of here. There, there is like our first like indication of, oh, we're taking some predator vibes here. I have no problem what the director did. Because there's alien homages. There's all these, there's tons of homages. Oh, no, anything I, with roughneck people fighting something bigger than them. Yeah, like you're going to get I those. loved it. I was mad at the people reviewing the freaking movie and that's all they would keep saying. And I'm like, guys, I would be mad if I was the director going, is that all you got out of my movie? Is that the only thing you guys could key in on? And that w- it just irritated me for him, I guess. I don't know. It, it was weird. This is a movie, too, though, that, like, I'm kind of jealous of anyone that maybe saw this blindly and didn't know what it was about. Because I remember seeing, like, the trailers for it, you know. And they you mean, run, like, me like, last night going, I have no idea what's well, no, going like, on. You knew that was as blind werewolves. as I could go. Yeah, I didn't know. Like, if you were a person that didn't know this was a movie about werewolves and you're watching it, you're going to be like, man, what the hell did take out this thing? Like. What what killed that girl in the beginning? Or if you're watching it on TV like most of us did, you might have missed the first five minutes. You may have missed the entire camping sequence. Oh, that's very possible because it's you not know? very long. Because the movie starts at eight. I remember sometimes like it'd be like eight ten before tuning in because you're like ah they're, they're gonna instantly run commercials at the start time. They never start out with the movie, you know. Or if the damn president wanted to talk that night, you know, they would preempt part of it. And instead of pushing it, it would just start in the middle of the frippin' movie I was trying to record off TV. It's one of those things like, (laughs) get me Chuck Norris. Barbara, I need Chuck Norris. He's interrupting my dog soldier movie now. That's that's a good throwback, Nate. Thanks for that. I love that. Damn it, I should have had the Delta Force music for that one. (laughs) I have other things. Another movie that reminds me of that is like from Dust Till Dawn. Like, I'm so jealous of anyone that never knew that was going to be about vampires. Because then you get like an hour and 10 minutes into that movie and go, whoa, what the hell's happening right now? You know, that one, while I think I knew that it had something to do with vampires, I watched it because I remember the. Funny story, first time I watched that movie. Um, because it takes so long to get to the vampires, I think a lot of people forgot the very first time they watched it. Oh, I just so will forever remember that TV spot of Selma Hayek 
morphing into like the snake. I never like, saw that TV spot. Yeah, I like think, that was like I... burned in my head as a kid. Um, what's burned in mine is I'm watching from dusk till dawn. I had rented it. I had my best friend Josh, who was like two years younger than me. We're sitting in the living room. No clue. This first time we're watching it. Dad wasn't home yet. And mom's in the kitchen cooking, and it comes to the Cheech Marin at the, uh, at the uh, <laughs> yes front of the uh, titty twister doing his line and his monologue. <laughs> I I'm panicked. Josh is panicked. I'm trying to find the TV remote so I can turn it down, mute it, and I, it's all hidden of a sudden, by a bag of Doritos. Mom is cooking a whole lot more aggressively and dad doesn't even know he's in trouble when he walks in the door because it's like, why did you let them rent that movie? He's like, I don't, why? I don't know. I didn't watch it before them. <laughs> so yeah, my mom knows about dust till dawn and the vampire scene. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, but I don't Once know. Things I, gets rolling. It does start to get rolling. Like we, uh, one member gets dispatched pretty quickly because he impales himself. That but was totally unexpected. He does one of the. He deserves to get impaled because that idiot sees the werewolf. You don't get to see the reveal yet, and he throws his gun on the ground. Well, it's because it wouldn't fire. He wasn't an idiot. He tried to fire it three times. Oh, I he, I he must racked not it that. and it goes <laughs> click. Well, you're watching Super Grain. You know, yeah, you're watching. You're I watching just saw the, a bunch of white noise on the screen, so I couldn't see that happening. You're watching the '70s grindhouse version of it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm watching it on Shout Factory Blu-ray. No, he tries to. Uh, uh, he aims. He takes a shot, and it goes click. He racks it. Aims again, takes a shot, and then he starts running. He racks it again, pulls the magazine out. Bullets are in it. Slams it back in. Click, and then he goes. No, nope, I'm done. And throws the gun and takes off running. That's See, I, I thought he just threw the gun on the ground. Went, oh no, werewolf! And then dropped. Him. I was nope. like, "You moron!" And then, he like, did exactly what I did. Awesome. As soon as he uh, gets impaled, our uh, sergeant right next to him gets slashed, and now all his intestines are just dangling out. And okay. I love that this guy's clearly not a medic who comes to his aid. It's just like, let me put him back inside you. Yeah. Uh, wasn't it Cooper that found him and he's doing that? Or was it I don't think Spoons? it was Cooper. It might have been Bruce. Oh, Bruce. I think it was Bruce, uh, which yeah. was also a nod to uh, Evil Dead. Yep. Because later on, they say they say his last name is Campbell. Um, so this is the moment where Charlie's paying attention and I'll go, what am I watching? This guy's intestines are out of his body. Okay, I mean sausages. They are out. out. Yeah, they put them back in. I'm I'm remembering Tropic Thunder. All I don't even know <laughs> what this is. Let's put them back in. They do. They put them back in, and he takes off running. And I'm like, what am I watching? What's happening right now? Is that dude? How is he not just dead? Any other horror movie I'm watching, action movie, romance, if your guts fall out of your stomach, you're dead. Nope, not this movie. Which should have been my first inclination that there was something like comedy-wise. Something like, how, Wouldn't it be funny if this guy's intestines fell out, but he stays for almost the entire flipping movie? 
Oh, that's now, hilarious. There was one thing last <laughs> night for years. I mean, 20 years now up until last night when they're at the house and, you know, he's all bandaged up to keep his intestines from going anywhere. Yeah. When chaos breaks loose and the dog grabs onto what I have always thought was his intestines. Last night, I could finally see it was the bandage. It was the bandage. Uh, that was in the documentary where they're like, look, we got to clear something. And it was the actor himself. That was uh, Pertwee, uh, where he goes, that's not my intestines, people. It was pulling on the bandage, but the bandage was bloody. It's, and it's I, I'm, really bloody. There's no white oh, shown at all. So no, you're like, it, oh, my God, that dog is pulling on this poor man's intestines. I wonder and why. somehow he's still alive. <laughs> when my guts fall out, there's going to be some blood. Oh, God, dude. And they fix it with super glue. So that's I, I now when I'm looking back going, oh, there's the dark comedy in this. That's called. Yeah, this is just let's do some weird stuff you don't expect. And bravo for that. But when I'm like half asleep, exhausted, tired, and I'm like, I got to watch this movie. And I'm like, is that why is he still alive? Why was his guts laying on the ground and now they're in his stomach cavity? I just there's infection would have set in by now. Just anything. I, you know, if you smell almonds, you're in trouble. I don't know what, what to tell you, man. That's a gangrene thing for anyone that doesn't know. I was cool with it. Cause it at least gave us a reason of like, all right, we patch them up and they give you a little throwaway line of like, use the patch up soldiers in Vietnam. Yeah. Well, and that's where they talk about the super glue. Also fun fact, uh, Pertwee was actually drunk during that scene. Oh, he nice. asked the, he asked Neil, he goes, can I have a couple of nips? They call it. And he's like, sure. He goes, if it'll help. And it was a few more than a couple. He got blasted. <laughs> yeah. And that's actually him drunk in that scene. And so I was like, okay, that, that, that makes that. That's why I need to watch it again. Now that I've watched the documentary, now I wanted to talk to you about it. It's like, okay, I'm going to rewatch this freaking movie. And I'm going to give it a, an, an honest chance to be like, oh, yeah, obviously this movie's fantastic. What the hell was I thinking? And if it yeah, doesn't. I, mean, I still don't think I, would, I wouldn't go as far as fantastic, but still entertaining. There's a reason why I own it, you know? Yeah. I'm well, not going to buy mean, a bad movie as I look mean? over at my DVD. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, I think think that's quite a few you might have is considered some bad movies <laughs> i like bad movies man there's nothing wrong with that but but like the cast uh, in this is great all the yeah. uh soldiers are awesome whether it be cooper wells spoon i mean they're all memorable so when they do start to get dispatched you're like oh i i remember each one you know vividly yeah i mean so part of my issue was when I wasn't looking at the screen, they all kind of talk with the same accent and stuff like that. And subtitles. I'm like, <laughs> again, I have to be looking at the screen for subtitles to work. This is so true. when they start talking, that's when I was scrolling. And look, I, the whole, it's at least 30 minutes into this movie. It's like a lot of talking before something really happens to grab you. And then they talk some more. So I'm like, yeah, okay. I just want to see some killing. And when the killing happens, I'm 100% there for that. And my God, that that's why I'm like, I got to give this movie another shot. Was the gore effects, the look of the werewolves, that whole thing. I loved it. 
Oh, like, I think, and that's why I like the premise because if you were to take this and have it be a normal family up against these werewolves in the same exact, you know, two story farmhouse out in the middle of the woods. Oh, they're getting eviscerated. They're getting eviscerated instantly, right? So instant, with this instant. movie, you see all these guys instantly start to search the house. What knives can we use? What uh, axes can we use? One of them finds a sword, which is very strange. But you know what? Some people just leave Dart. the sword in the coffee table. That was the... So when I was watching again... You would have were, an axe. So you know what? It's believable. Yeah, they had an axe too. But one guy opens the drawer and there's the electric knife that... The carving knife from so Evil So sad we Dead. never got to have that pay off. But you know, that's that's a whole nother homage to Evil Dead. You know, you know for cutting... Uh, his hand or arm, whatever it was in yeah. the kitchen. Um, but yeah, then he essentially has an Excalibur moment and he pulls out a sword. Like, I was oh, like, cool. I was like, that's kind of cool. hope that's and, sharp as well. <laughs> well, they cut off one of the uh, werewolf's arms with it. So I was like, yeah. that, that, that works. But like uh, yeah. when the werewolves start to raid the house, no one does anything. I'd say stupid. Like they are working like uh, a team. A would. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And that's what I really like about this movie. Uh, they even make the comment of like one of the guys starts to just blind fire and they're like, conserve your ammo, short burst rounds. Three round burst, which is yeah. a throwback to aliens because that's what they say. Three round burst to conserve the ammunition. It's just like, this is great. And then after like the first, let's say, wave, if you're playing like Call of Duty Nazi Zombies, you got wave one, right? And then yeah. right when that ends... You get the cliche, like one guy, I think it was Bruce, is standing at the window talking Turns shit. his back to the window. And then, of course, he gets grabbed and thrown out. And it's just like, all right, that's pretty silly. But my, my favorite. Uh, his team all reacts kind of the same of like, oh, you just took one of ours. Like, hell no, you know? Right. My One of my favorite things that happens is when he, I, and I think it's Bruce before that hat, right around the time that happens, or maybe it's later where he sticks the shotgun out the window and starts blasting, oh. <laughs> and the werewolf takes it from him and, and shoots, shoots back. back. All I, I could like, think was dirty work, where it's like, oh, God, now the werewolf has my shotgun, and he's using it against me. Oh, my God! You know? <laughs> and then it throws it back in yeah, the house. Yeah, it uses the only shell. goes, ah, empty. Don't need that anymore because I'm a werewolf. I have giant claws. Uh uh, that part tickled me pretty good right there. I was like, okay. I'll... And I think that was, there's those little things of, oh, there's some levity in here. Oh, they're having a bit of a laugh, you know, in this horror movie about werewolves yeah. eating people. <laughs> but it's like, it's so cool to see everyone knows how to use their weapon, you know? Yeah. Well, um, they're, they're Another trained... great example of this would be like Dawn of the Dead, the original one. Where you see all the survivors practicing with handguns. Because yeah. if you're a, a civilian who's never like touched a gun before, shooting a handgun's challenging. You got to get it, comfortable it with the sights, the weight of the gun, uh, where you're putting your finger at for the trigger pull. All where that. to point the, the damn thing. Yeah. You know, clear where, line of sight, people. Unlike the Dawn of the Dead remake where everyone had bullet head. Like everyone was just instantly aimbotting everything. Well, yeah. You know, <laughs> or, you know, what was it? Uh, what was the island one? I can't remember the name of it. Survival Where everyone of the dead or whatever. No, nah, it was based on a video game, but basically. They, oh, the, House the, of the Dead. Ugh. House of the Dead. Why are we mentioning the... another you bull movie? 
because the teenage kids all find uh, automatic weapons and they all know karate all at the end of the movie. A movie I almost walked out uh, of. Why yeah. does that exist? It, it just has to. Well, Nate, let's uh, let's uh, recalibrate our notes here for a little bit, and let's hit a commercial. Yeah, get me here. away from this. I, sa- I said the bad bull man's name. I'm sorry. Commercial. We'll be back following these messages. Welcome to 100 Horrors, a comedy podcast that seeks to rank the best 100 horror films of all time, as dictated to us by a poster that one of us owns. Every week, we bicker over another film in an attempt to give it an overall scare factor and secure its place in the 100 Horrors list. With features such as... And... you say to them at the funeral. We take a light-hearted approach to horror cinema so that it can be enjoyed by even the most squeamish of listeners. So whether you're the person who's never seen a horror film in their life or the person who has a tattoo of Leatherface on the right ass cheek, there's something to be enjoyed in every episode of 100 Horrors! <laughs> a generation ago... A classic changed the shape of terror. It's had 30 years to grow bigger, meaner, and faster. Now, through the terrifying vision of the director of Nightmare on Elm Street 3, the blob is back. Rated R, now playing at a theater near you. Welcome to Good Beer, Bad Movie Night, where each month we drink finely crafted brews while watching terrible films in order to see just how we drunk you have to get to enjoy them. So tune in and join Troy. Killboy Kreitz. <laughs> oh, that was pretty good. Thank you. Pete, we miss you. Dave. Did you, Pete? And Pete. IPAs are out. Meaning there was no Mario Van Peebles in this one. top fermented. Why won't you watch werewolf movies with me? As we drag Kathleen, Hear me. <laughs> kicking and screaming through an alcohol-fueled podcast dedicated to movies of questionable quality and the frosty adult beverages that help make them tolerable. Good beer, bad movie night. Clearly, it's the beer's fault. Welcome back. We're back. We are back. Without Pete. Once again. He didn't come... I didn't text him. P, I miss you. Miss you, Petey. Come on, Pete. Come back. Come back to the (laughs) horror show, Pete. Come on back. We got ooey gooeys. Speaking of ooey gooeys. You want to talk about ooey gooeys in this movie? I think it's I think it's time we get into the gore, Bubba, because that's what that's what perked me up, man. Oh God. I like that this movie doesn't shy away from showing a werewolf. You know some movies are very shy about their werewolves and only want to reveal them at the very end. Mm-hmm. This movie is clever, where it knew it did not have the budget for a transformation scene, so let's do the transformation scene off camera. It works. Smart. It's effective. It, it works. Um, when it comes to 
your ooey gooeyness, it knows, all right, what if when we show a person's neck inside of the mouth of a werewolf, we don't really show the werewolf, like we just cut to that's already happened. Yes. He's already biting down on it. You don't have to see the animatronics that we don't really have. Plus these poor, they weren't stuntmen. They weren't um, suit actors. These no. guys were dancers who yep. were on their tippy toes in these stilts for yes. like four to five hours every day. They're that sounds they're so heroes. painful. They're the heroes of this movie. They're they're what make it work because yeah, when you picture werewolves in your mind, yeah, you kind of think of werewolf in London. Then you think of the wolf man still wearing his blue jean pants that are all ripped up in a ripped up shirt. This one went more what if you took a real life wolf and stretched him out and made him stand on his hind legs. This had a it was leaner. It was proportionate, I feel like, a lot better than some of the it's others. It's what I would picture a werewolf to be if they yeah. were reality. Um, the only other movie I think that kind of comes close to it and say what you will about the whole franchise is Underworld. Oh, no, I love the Underworld ones. You know? Um, especially those, the one like, where they go werewolves, I think of those. prequel. The prequel one where we get so many lichens in that. Yeah. They, they, but they're still kind of like the bulked out in the chest area. And, you know, of course the, the one guy who is bigger than everyone when he's a human is the big, bigger one, but we're also a lot, not like Hugh Jackman in Van Helsing werewolves. You know oh, what God. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> or just I, I giant werewolves. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I like this one. I, they're, they're believable and you could have shined a light directly on them because they're not really hiding anything because they shot this at dark. It's a werewolf movie. It has to be at dark. Fun fact. Did you know last night was a full moon? I woke up to a text saying that there was a full moon, full moon Funny last enough. night while I was watching this movie. So I was like, that's really freaking cool. Yes. Yeah, I didn't catch that at all because I didn't leave my house at all after i got back from work <laughs> i have windows nate i can see the outside oh, i keep everything shut <laughs> all the curtains everything nate lives in his little hobbit i live in shatter. the darkness i don't come out until i have to yes i'm i'm like the one guy from the bench warmers movie where he hates the sun he's like allergic <laughs> to it <laughs> he hides under the bench yeah, yeah. i remember that one the sun is evil <laughs> we make him come outside and play and he's just hanging on to his little sword yeah when you guys make carrying. me come out to uh rob con later this year he's gonna hiss at so many people <laughs> <laughs> i gotta make sure he's got like a license and tags because people are gonna ask if he's been i'm gonna have like his, a, uh, rabies. a can of sprays or lace or blah blah blah, blah. i'm gonna have a can of lysol i'll be wearing my uh tissue box sneakers and i'll be spraying at everyone get away from me unclean was that the end of uh was it creep show or one of those that the guy at the end with the roaches that have like yeah. gotten into his penthouse he hate he's a germaphobe <laughs> that would be nate the whole time you'll be yeah, fine being around Rob people Khan. being outside yeah oh mr socializing I go to death metal concerts and festivals and I get all up and sweaty. I like, I high armpit this dude in the pit. It was, it was magical. So don't even try, mister. Well, I call I've been shenanigans. busted real quick. Shenanigans. 
I'm pretty proud of my high armpit in the pit. That was yeah. <laughs> that was off the cuff. I don't write my own jokes, people. I just it just comes right out. But <laughs> but with our ooey gooey, like one of the guys, we don't get to see him be eaten, but you see what's clearly like they had to have used a super soaker to spray the inside of a Humvee or a Jeep. I, I love and I like that. that effect. I always like effects like that where you have a camera shot from far away and then you see the blood squirt onto something. We need to pitch that to Derek now. Super soaker of blood. I don't know yes. if he's I think they well, just use like uh air canister. They with a use like that or like a water bottle that you know you spray your grill with. Yeah, they do the little mist thing, but I think for the big bloods they use the uh they're like a fire extinguisher that you can reload with water. Yeah. And you pressurize it and you can spray it. But the but you know it'd be a lot bo- cooler? A super that? soaker with the backpack. All the backpack ones. Yeah, would be fill amazing. that with blood and then you know you give that a couple pumps. I'd feel like the Ghostbusters and Ghostbuster 2 spreading the slime everywhere. That was yeah. Crazy. So my favorite one, though, is before the Humvee backs up to the house. It's when he gets it out of the barn and the werewolf is eating the guy that they dragged out of the window. And he literally bites off the head. The guy's backing up the it's not a Humvee. It's a Land Rover or whatever it is. So forgive us. Americans. A Range Rover. Us Americans in our vehicles. It's a finisher vehicle. And as he's backing up, the werewolf throws the decapitated head yeah, at I love the, the windshield of a werewolf going, ah, and then throw the head. <laughs> like it got scared. You startled yeah. me. <laughs> ah, wait, that's my food. So you're like, okay, he threw the head. We get that moment of he's looking at his friend, and then the head flops over into the spare tire on the hood and he's driving around with his buddy's head inside the vehicle and i'm like there's some comedy that's really dark i like that right there (laughs) i was there for that one what else we get we get an incredible molotov throw in this movie as well which one were they blow up the first Land Cruiser or the mol- the actual Molotov with the glass bottle? Uh, with the glass bottle that gets slammed onto the ground to blow up the entire barn. Yeah, oh my God, that was amazing. It was so awesome. Of like, all right, we got this plan because you know we got our our main friend here, Megan, who's helping us out throughout the whole movie, and yep. she's like, oh well, they're gonna they hunt in packs, so they're all gonna be hiding in the barn, and they just believe her. Yep. And they, you know, puncture the uh, the gas can correctly. Yeah. And drive it over into the barn, park it there. And as Cooper is running away saying, light the match, light the match, Spoon is holding the matches and he can't get them to work whatsoever, which is exactly what I would do. <laughs> There's Nate. Don't leave him in charge yeah, of Do not leave me with the matches. <laughs> like, it'd be like Fifth Element where they just have the one match and they got to use it to get the fire going. Don't breathe. I would be so sweaty <laughs> that it just would not go off at all. Or Nate's I would over there. break the neck and be like, ah, hell. Nate's over there, Charlie. Charlie, Charlie, my man. Charlie, my man. I don't feel right. I don't feel right, Charlie. You don't want me to hold the matches, Charlie. Charlie, Charlie, I don't want to be holding the matches. Why, 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 I got to be the one with the matches. <laughs> I don't even smoke, Charlie. Why'd you put me in charge of the matches? <laughs> uh, I don't smoke, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I use a lighter, Charlie. I use a lighter. <laughs> I'm also laughing that this is our second uh, horror movie with a lot of freaking explosions in it. <laughs> <Yeah>. But, <laughs> like, 
when they blow up the barn, I couldn't tell if that one was a model. Um, well, they I think that one might have been a real barn getting blown up. I I think it was the facade at least. So in the documentary, the house they built a model to just plan out say, the shots, but the, the house is the front and one side and part of a roof. Then they did an interior build so they could do the shooting in there. I think the barn was a facade as well. And then they blow them all up, which is yeah, because like when they blow up the house, it's clear as day it's a model. And I yeah. really want to blow up a model now. The more we keep watching movies with models getting blown up, and I just want to film it. It looks so yeah. cool. Yeah, I, 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 I think it'd be fun. We gotta get a permit. That's all. That's all we need. It's just a permit. Oh, okay. I'm gonna have a permit. Here it is. It says I can do what I want. Exactly. That's my once kind of again. Permit. Yeah. I live in the I live in the country. I write my own permits. Yeah, um, you can have a bonfire as big as you want. But, you know, and it's like they start, they blow up the first vehicle they get rescued in because they drop the magnesium flare under the car. And she's like, did you just really blow up my car out there? <laughs> now, the, the werewolves had destroyed it and everything, but still, they blew up her car, which I was just like, that seems unnecessary, but I enjoyed it. You know, it's like, let's just throw an explosion in a werewolf movie. And also... Yeah, we get the joke. It's a three little pigs thing. You know, they blew the house down. Okay, that that we we understand that. What? How did I not get that? Are you serious? I should play some green jelly right now. Let's get some <laughs> yes. little pig, little pig, let me in. You you guys figure out if we actually played a clip or if we sung that. That's all yeah. you guys to figure out. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> there is a one uh, line of dialogue, though, that did you pick up on where they're talking about they wanted these to use them in war, correct? Like uh, that was yeah. kind of their whole mission. That was the black ops guy that they save. Yeah, like he was he, on a mission to actually find these. That way they can use them in war like all evil governments do when they find out there is something there that's not they're, human. There was reports of missing hikers, and there was enough of them that the military got suspicious because there was nothing left but piles of blood. No bodies, no nothing. So as I'm watching this, I'm, I'm picking up small bits, realizing that, ah, shit, I actually probably need to be paying attention to what they're talking about, because if I hadn't, I would have totally missed the entire twist ending of this movie, which is why I want to watch it again. So I can watch Megan closer because in reading, she does a lot of stuff in the movie that on your first watch totally goes by. You. I still don't think, I mean, I think she does a really good job. Oh, she does a fantastic job pretending to be on their side because even when I was watching it last night and, you know, knowing the twist real well, it's like, there's not many, like she, she holds her poker face really well. That's what I'm trying oh, to say. Yeah, yeah. You know, They're, they were they were talking about in the uh, documentary about there's like a part where she goes outside. That was supposed to be an obvious thing where she communicates with the pack. Then someone throws out, well, she like unloads an entire gun on one of the werewolves that she's supposed to be on their side. But we are but, established the werewolves can't be hurt. Yes, in werewolf they're, form, they're invulnerable. But I also like this thought process was she was 
unwillingly turned. She didn't want to be a werewolf. They turned her, and now she is an unwilling participant, but she kind of has to deal with yeah, it. Yeah, she even says, so, I don't want to be a part of this cursed family. Yeah, so there's a moment where it's like, I'm going to shoot you. It's not going to kill you, but I'm going to feel great after yeah, I do this. Yeah, like, this you is know what I mean? feel pretty well. Yeah, I'm going to just feel really good right now. Well, one of the things that cracked me up with this whole, like, dialogue slash story driven, they mention, you know, it's like how we use dolphins to stick landmines to boats. Yeah, I, that and was... I went. I don't think a dolphin can do that. Uh, they they tested with it. Yeah. I just no, they I did. Feel like a dolphin's such a gentle creature, even it would know that is an explosion and be like, "No, dog, I'm not doing that." It didn't e- go e- off e- immediately. They were it was magnetic mines. They would have the dolphins uh, swim towards enemy ships and plant mines. I hate the human race. Yeah, all <laughs> human race. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no we're just... we're we're pretty freaking cruel. Um. And little again, man, I was like, I I have to give this movie another watch because after reading about stuff, you realize when they when the guys, the the military goes into her house, they immediately start eating because they're like, you know, we have to eat. We got to eat. You know, that's a military train thing. If you, you have a moment to eat, you eat. They start eating out of a pot on the stove. And he says it tastes like pork. Then later in the movie, we're revealed that there's bodies hanging in the basement as if they are preserved. Yeah, I was going to say, they're like when you jar all your beets or whatever you jar. So the werewolves are eating people, and the soldiers ate their stew. Therefore, the soldiers ate people. Yeah. Yeah. Confirmed. I looked it up. You know, that's that's kind of the. <laughs> so now I they're think, always going to have a a craving for human meat. Just Cooper. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Cooper was the only one survived. <laughs> Cooper's the only so. one <laughs> even what's her face? I, that I thought was kind of cool was she gets shot in the eye, and then there's a one-eyed werewolf. So I was like, so they can take a little damage, maybe yeah, in human and I think form. If she were to have gotten killed pre-transformation she'd be dead dead so but they're kind of going off that because throat. she was in the middle of transformation now she can't be killed but I, 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 that. from the way that, that this all seems to play werewolves can in fact you know have limbs be cut off or be stabbed and slowed mm-hmm. down that yeah like I, I buy it that if they were in regular human form they got into a car accident they're dead now if they happen to get into a car accident and it ends up being on a full moon and they die, but then their body transforms into a werewolf, then the person that hit them in that car accident is going to be very confused. What if you were driving a silver car? Oh, my God. What if? Because you're a werewolf, and you see in black and white, and you thought you bought a purple car, but it turns out you <laughs> bought a silver car. <laughs> That's messed up. I swear this thing was white. I don't know. This was weird. <laughs> I thought it was ultra gray. <laughs> is that Nardo gray? So um, <laughs> there's a scene in this movie that is super disturbing. Which it, one? Uh, I was going to say, can you get, there's a scene in this movie where I'm sitting there going, ah, stop it. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. There's no, a scene w- where a sword starts to slide through a man's teeth. 
God. I've oh never seen God. anything like that before, as no, far as I know. Never. And I've never seen it since. I and guess. that camera like locks in on the sword as it pierces through his teeth as he's clenching his jaw, trying not to have the sword go through the back of his mouth. And the sword oh. is through the abdomen of the werewolf he's fighting, which is the the black ops guy that, yeah, that wolfed out. The Onion Knight. It's now it, he's the a Onion Knight has the sword they found in his through his back, out his stomach. So he's pulling Cooper towards the point of the blade and the blade is pushing its way through his teeth and we get a side profile and the sound is indescribable period like whoever in the sound department went i wonder what this is going to sound like you're son of a bitch because i i hated that entire thing oh yeah no it was like nails on a chalkboard that sound Times a thousand. It probably uh, is like <laughs> times a thousand. It I is the most horrific scene in this entire movie. Oh, I I watched a guy run around with his guts hanging out. I watched a no dude's big deal head get alley ooped on top of a Range Rover as it drove through a barn. No problem whatsoever. Sword through teeth. Uh, no. I do love the whole final showdown in this movie because. After Megan's turn, Ryan's turn, it leaves us with Spoon, our comedic relief, Sarge yep. with his guts hanging out, and Coop. Yep. And these guys are fighting for their life, knowing that they're completely outnumbered. They're basically out of ammo. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're using a can of hairspray and a lighter as a flamethrower. Yep. Spoon is going fisticuffs hand to hand. He even, like, kicks a werewolf so hard he knocks a tooth out. I love you know? that. And it sticks in the wall, if I remember right, doesn't it? Yeah, it like... oh, yeah, it does. And they're, like, doing destruction to the house of, like, breaking through the walls to get into the next room or to get below them. Yep. All of it I fully believed and was, like, dedicated to. Of Like, yeah, if you're in that scenario, you're going to do everything you can to your advantage to get away you know, from what is attacking that... you. I have said that for years when I watch movies and they, like, get trapped in a room. And I'm like, I bet it's drywall. And it's only going to take me like 30 seconds to get into yeah. the next room. Okay. You might hit a stud. Guess what? There's not one you next just to You move it. two inches to the left. Yeah. And you're good. It's a little over 14 inches. I'm squeezing my fat ass through there and I'm in the next room. So yeah. shenanigans. I absolutely love seeing them do that or yeah. shooting the ground below them and then falling I like that. to the That's know, next level. That's a uh, pre underworld too, right? Oh There's yeah, it definitely after is. this. So that whole thing where she shoots the ground and falls, you know, dog soldiers did it. But I also I like Spoon's death because he gets the he actually gets the best line in this movie. Oh, I, hands I, down. I, I hope you. I hope I give you diarrhea. And I was like, Nah. He yes. says, I hope I give you the shits. Was that what it was? Oh yeah, yeah. I hope I give you the shits. <laughs> Again, one I, I count this as I kind of watched this for the first time last <laughs> night, even though I know it wasn't. Um, and I did read that they were originally going to have him ripped in half, but even Neil Marshall was like, "We've people are going to be like attached to this character, and that's going to be too much." And I went, "That's too much? That what?" Why no, would that be he too much? Killed off screen. We just when we yeah, do see him, goes, he is a blood puddle. Yeah, they cut it off, and I was like, "You put a sword in a dude's teeth, man! I think we're beyond going back anymore." 
just rip him in half. I, it would have been a good little bookend to the girl at the beginning that got ripped in half and we get that blood splatter up onto the guy. Um, I would have liked to have like seen it then like that whole, was it Dawn of the dead is the one that they do that on where the guy r- gets ripped apart by the, uh, zombies uh, day of the dead. I think it's the one day of the that dead. one. Yeah. That's the one but with, uh, bub in it, right? Yeah. Like, yep. The zombie that can kind of be a human. It can communicate. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I kind of wanted that. I would have been okay with that. I mean, he was funny, but I also know 90% of the people are going to die. It oh, yeah, like definitely. 99% of the people and died. Like, all right, I'll say I'll give a point to comedy for this because when the movie does end and you're in the credits and it's showing you all the black and white photos of the werewolves because you yeah. know they're taking pictures of them to like blind them with the flash with this camera they found in the house. Um, it Which ends was... with like a weekly world news magazine saying werewolves ate my platoon. And it's not even it, like it's on the front page, but it's down in the bottom because they're talking about the football game yep. from the night before and the, like who had won that. England so. five, Germany one. And I was like, because they, they keep referencing that, that I think it's Spoon that wanted. Yeah, Spoon was wanting to be at the game, be at the game. And that's the top headline. And then uh, werewolves ate my platoon. Yeah. And all and of like the black totally and white that in our world, though, like, yeah, in real life, it'd be like. Yeah, nope, that would go off to the side, and it would be the thing that, like, I would read. No one's going to believe it. Yeah, no, no yeah one's but gonna no one's going to believe it whatsoever, so make it public. They said it uh, one of the reasons why they did that was it was so she, because she's the one doing the camera thing with the flashes, it was a non-lethal way to deter her, quotation, family. You know, that's why she's the one doing it. And she does keep mentioning, like, we just have to make it the dawn. So it's like she even knows, like, look, I will try my best to keep you alive. I'm trying my best to hold from turning myself. I can't make any promises. She gets to a point where she can't hold it anymore, basically. And that, you know, all hell breaks loose at that point. I mean, it's basically equivalent to try to hold a piss. And when you can't, you just have to eventually let go. I'd say more like a turtle head, man. <laughs> I can make it. it. I can make it. Nope, 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 nope. I lost it. Lost that battle. I'm a werewolf now. <laughs> that's that's all there is to it. Well, that's the movie, man. Um, that is. That is Dog Soldiers in a nutshell. I am going to rewatch. I bought the movie. I own it now. It, it's in it my collection. It. It's in my collection. Um, there's no nudity in it, so it's like, okay, this is my, maybe one I'll, I'll try and watch with Anthony. Yeah, um, he's the perfect age for this movie. Yeah, I agree with you. I think this is right up his alley. Um, and you know, it's like Jackie and I, we didn't hate it. And when the gore started flying, we're both kind of like, well, that was awesome. Oh, that was really cool. I love the blood squibs. I love flesh getting ripped off of things. So. I owe this movie a rewatch. I will not ding it because I was like, I just want to get this over with and go to bed. That's what I blame my. It's a bad mindset to be in now. It is. With slugs, though, I've been in a bad mindset for a while now and by myself. So watching that, it's just, I I get it. It can deter the way that you watch the movie. I still think what we said was if you ever get the chance to rewatch it and you rewatch it with someone else, I bet that jumps out of the two slot. I yeah, really I do. I bet if you watch this, not all sleepy, 
you'll probably enjoy it more. I'm telling I, you, you got to watch it with Anthony. I, I'm almost like we should have made it to where you watched it with Anthony and you brought him onto the show. No, like I said, I think I think the reason why I didn't, hey, I was not rescheduling this freaking episode because no, it's the first one whatsoever. we got on schedule. So I was like, uh-uh, I'll get through it. But I also went, I will be able to offer a slightly different perspective of it. It's almost like a first watch for me. Yeah. So I was like cold watch. Yeah. I, I feel like there's a a little bit more depth to the conversation. And I did say, I I don't, I'm not going to, my, my, my score is not going to reflect how I felt last night. Okay. That's basically what it's going to be. All right, Nate, we are going to dust off an old favorite from back in the day where you would come up with werewolf occupations just out of nowhere. And for some reason, having jobs that werewolves can do. Yeah. So uh, I made you something. And did you? Every segment needs to have a drop. Here's our werewolves with jobs. and get a job that poor pup (laughs) (laughs) he hurt his feelings now he's got to go get a job so yes we always know that a good werewolf needs to keep the bills paid keep the electricity running so what better way than to have what i call head of the tail that's right america's had enough with the two-party political system and they have decided to elect a werewolf for president well, he kind of won on a technicality because he ate his opponent. <laughs> this is coming in 2024. 2020. I foresee it now. Got my vote already. He's meeting with like world leaders, and the way he introduces himself is by sniffing their butt. <laughs> we already had a president that did that. Never mind, that's <laughs> as political as we get here. <laughs> <laughs> and like... <laughs> I didn't say which one, did I? You just just (laughs) not. It could be all of them. (laughs) This is why we're electing a werewolf for president. Um, I like interspecies, you know, getting all those people, you know, they're they're, they're higher He gets real excited during negotiations. His little tail starts to wag. (laughs) But he's in a suit. But there's like his tail is bursting through the. You butt. have to have that. There's a yeah, scene definitely. there for a reason. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're tailored suits. He's the president, man. <laughs> he gets dog treats every time he signs a good bill. <laughs> Who's a good boy with a good bill? Yes, you are. Who wants some belly scratches? Mr. Werewolf President does. <laughs> that's a good one. I, I like werewolf. That's kind of like that's like that's the the upper echelon of werewolf careers right there. It man. is, yeah. <laughs> you went hard. You eat your way to the top. I dig it. I dig it. Is that is that the only one we got tonight? No, no, no. Sir. Oh, we just came out of space, but I'm launching this back in with Astro Wolf. Astro we Wolf. sent a pack of werewolves into space to fight an alien race that wants to eliminate Earth. I'm listening. We find out that the only weakness to the aliens is werewolves. And aliens don't have access to silver, it turns out. So we have the upper hand. Now you're picturing all these wolves have like the dome helmet on. Oh, yeah, yeah. The big But then, you know, just like with the tail for the butt, the dome has like two little spots for their ears. Yeah. But the tail is out in space, though. Oh, obviously. It's It's definitely out in space. There's there's no... 
It's question the about Sandy it. from SpongeBob Dome on her. And oh, they're in space. So it's always a full moon. Yeah, exactly. That's why we oh. send them up there. So it's not like, and if they're like the werewolves from this movie, the aliens don't stand a chance. We win. Yeah, we got that in the back. The only thing that may happen is if the pack of wolves decides to keep breeding and then they decide that Earth is not suitable for them anymore in its current state and that they need to take over Earth, but now they're unstoppable because there's just so many of them because they have like 16 per litter. Uh, that's a lot. Yeah, that's and a lot of, that's a lot of resources on Earth. But, yeah. ah, well, yep, they would definitely not be born with little spacesuits, so I think we still win. Yep, I think yeah. so. Okay. But in your original movie, they're like, we're going to send you up to space, and we have someone that's going to... He's going to lead this pack. He's got some excellent credentials. Mario Van Peebles walks into the room. <laughs> Boom. He, he walks through, like, a saloon door that's at the CIA. He's got the hat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. I got Mario Van Peebles back, guys. That's now, it. the next one that I have for us is going to be a weekly show. Ooh. And it's going to be electrifying. It is a new sport. Uh oh. It is the WWWE, the Werewolf Wrestling Entertainment. That's right. We're going to have werewolf wrestlers, a ragtag wrestling franchise ran by werewolves. They're looking for their big break. I'm picturing Rocky One, I'm picturing the Warrior, I'm picturing Creed. All wrapped up in the one. They're just looking for their big break. Their big gimmick is the shot collar match. (laughs) One of the wrestlers gets fleas so he can't actually wrestle that night because he may contaminate everyone. He's like he's like the mankind of the werewolves. You know, he's he's that one. One of them has mange. You get the stone cold version that walks out with a vest and he's drinking beers and everything. He's like, give me a, ah, woo. That's what (laughs) (laughs) the problem is. Like if one of these gets thrown into the crowd, which is all made up of regular human people, like there's a chance there might be some casualties. We we got, but you have to sign a a waiver. It's a bigger cage. (laughs) Instead of the cage cage, match is a kennel match. It's it's the kennel match. So the cage is now bigger, and it just blocks all of the uh, audience away from it. It's like uh, battle bots; they're all secured behind plexiglass. I like the kennel match. That that's that's pretty awesome. We could also have like a leech a leash match somehow, some way. Don't really know how that would all work, but. They the World sh- Wrestling Werewolf Entertainment. Oh, One of the managers, he's like trying to distract the other wrestler from his guy. He pulls out a squeaky toy and he throws <laughs> it, but he doesn't realize that all of them are going to go chase the squeaky toy. So there's no one left in the ring. There's also a really big problem on free laser point night. <laughs> so when the, oh. the promoter decides to give out laser pointers to everyone in the audience and then everyone starts to go buck wild with them the referee though is an actual regular human but he's in a dog bite suit the entire time <laughs> those big giant red dog yeah, like, bite <laughs> suits he's just he's sweating the whole time yeah <laughs> oh my god 
So that is the werewolf (laughs) occupations that I bring to the table to you this week. Nate, I think we should have ended on that instead. Now, people might have stopped listening by then. (laughs) That's true. I don't know how long we keep people. It doesn't tell me. All right, man. Let's do our rating bloods. All right, man. Um, you want me to go first? Uh, this no, this is raining blood. This is our body oh. count. Yeah, <laughs> unless you have an additional body count, because I have four. You have four <laughs> body counts. Please divulge. So, I was researching this, and usually the pretty good thing is to go on YouTube. A lot of guys do the they do the watch through, and they show you all the kills from the movie, and they count it down. Um. <laughs> I was just trying to find two videos that had the same number and that one was going to win. But so far I've found 12, 15, 16, and 19. I'm pretty sure somebody counted the cow at this point, (laughs) but I was just like, I can't, I can't find a common number to just say, this is the body count. And I, Again, I was not really watching the movie last night, so I couldn't even count. So it's 12, 15, 16, or 19. It's one of those. (laughs) It's an over-under kind of body count. Yeah, I mean, the body count is what you want it to be. (laughs) It's just whatever you want, man. We're not here to judge. As many people as you want to believe died, died. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) So that's our body count, everybody. And that leads us to. What do you think? Zombie kill of the week. All right, Nate. All right, who's going first? I you? think I think I have to go first because it's, yep. it's horror, so I go exactly. First. Um, my kill of the week is the guy's head getting ripped off and thrown onto the top of the <laughs> Land Rover. That as he's. Laying there all bloody, basically yep. doing the Ripley, kill me. Yep. Kill uh, me. I it it it's it's the Kareem Abdul Jabbar head that goes flying <laughs> through the air. It's the sky hook and, and lands it lands on the windshield, then falls into the spare because the spare tires strapped to the hood, as they do. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> does a hello. And they drive <laughs> off with the head attached. So that's my kill of the week for there this you go. movie. It is interesting with this movie having quite a bit of kills. Mine mm. is a kill that I never expected to happen for kill of the week. Okay. It's one that happens off screen. Oh, okay. Yes. So we don't actually get to see the kill. We see the results. And that is the death of spoons. It's because bloody. Yeah. When he goes out, I mean, he is punching the shit out of this werewolf, kicking it. He goes into a stabathon crazy where you're just seeing blood go all over him, yes. all over the walls, and that werewolf just gets right back up like nothing happened to him. It undertakers. He's going to yeah. be one of our wrestlers. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and then another werewolf comes in, and just that final line of, I hope I give you the shits. Like, yeah. what a hard-ass way to go. And then when you see 
he didn't get the decapitation. He didn't get his guts slide out. Like they devoured him. They yeah. left absolutely nothing left of him. That is a baller way to go. So he is my kill of the week. Solid. I think two solid kills. I knew this one was going to be difficult for us to match, you know, because they're, those aren't the only two kills in the movie that are no. amazing in this. I mean, there's like we were saying, the super soaker of blood on the windshield. You just remember that. You don't see yeah, the kill, you but don't just see it, but you just know it's like that the guy not make it. Started from one side of the windshield and just went bah! and hosed that <laughs> whole thing down with blood. It, it's awesome, and you know, the, the I would have even counted the guts falling out of the commander. I was like. He's literally got like links of sausages hanging off of him, laying on the ground. And I was like, that's solid. That's good gore. I would count that because he does die eventually. So screw it. We'll just say he died from that because he should have. <laughs> <laughs> so are um, you ready to rate this bad boy then? Let's rate this bad boy. Guys, it's okay. He just wanted his machete back. Nay, I know it's customary for me to go first, but I really think you should go first. All right. I, I will go first for the sake of helping you out. I appreciate it. Um, Like I said, 14-year-old Nate, this probably would have been a 10. Yeah. You know, it it captured me for a reason. That's why I bought the DVD when I did eventually find one. This wasn't one I never, like, sought out. I just happened to stumble across it for five bucks and went, sweet. I love this movie. Um. And then I remember watching it last year going, ooh, maybe I don't like this movie as much as I thought I did. And then watching it again last night going, no, no, there's still a lot of redeemable stuff here. There's still a lot of just bad camera angles, needless shots, uh, choppiness. That's the best way to put it. And I'm not going to fault the movie for its terrible picture quality. Um, That's not its fault at all. Like, that's just the poor unfortunate luck of this not getting a theatrical lease here in the States, I guess. Um, yeah, but all in all, I, I still think I would watch this again to show people at this point. I don't think I would sit down to watch it on my own to kill a night. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I would just default back to American werewolf in London, you know, right. or the wolf man yeah. or, you know, so to me, this is a seven. It's a good movie. It's an enjoyable movie. And I think other people should see it. I feel a lot better because that's the number that's been in my head that I feel like I should be rating this movie was it's completely enjoyable. It's completely watchable. There's nothing in this movie aside from way too much dialogue. That's that's my bitch. That's my complaint. It's got a lot of exposition. I think that's the word I was looking for. This whole I, I guess I guess we can call it that. But even though and then they like we get all that dialogue. Then it light years into um, action and a lot of stuff happening. And now they're trying to give us exposition on who the werewolves are. They're a family that lived out there. Like there was so much stuff like the, 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 the black ops guy was there to capture him. He you knows could have Megan eliminated all that fluff. And it could have been as simple as werewolves, Just werewolves killing people. Yeah. That's I all would've... there is to it. I would have been totally okay with that. Um, I am still going to rewatch this movie to to verify that I should be calling this a seven. That's that's what I'm saying. My should you don't want to know what I'm rating it 
after watching it last night. Oh boy, well, you're rating it. I need to know. All I'm going to say is it's sub five. Oof. When I got done watching it last night, I was like, the only way I can get it to a five is because of the gore and how well the werewolves look. Which, if anyone's being honest about this movie, that's why it has rated so high. That's why people remember it. Not the storytelling at the beginning or even during. It's amazing looking werewolves, awesome gore, and they're, like, I was looking at, like, there's people giving this a nine, giving it an eight, giving it, it's the best werewolf movie ever made, and I'm like, I don't think so. I do give it credit, though. It is of the more modern werewolf movies. It's, It's memorable. Yeah. No, I'll give it that. Maybe that's a test to say, make more werewolf movies, Hollywood. I think they should. I mean, I'm still waiting on Full Eclipse Part 2. But (laughs) I'm a fan of werewolf movies. Like, I love the Underworld movies with the Lycans. I have always loved, you know, The Wolfman with Jack Nicholson. Or was that Wolf? Was it Wolf or Wolfman? That was the Wolf. Benicio Del Toro was the Wolfman, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. So that's that. And there are quite a few wolf movies. How many Ginger Snap movies are out there right now? Like three. Three? Yeah. yeah. So they, they're they out there. If anything, we need more Creature from the Black Lagoon movies. Hint, hint. Hollywood, if you're paying attention, oh, you boy. better be. We're out here doing your job for you. So uh, anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm at a seven. I'm going to rewatch it. I'll report back after I do. I don't know when, but soonish, soonish. Halloween's coming up, so maybe it'll be another. Yeah, let's watch this movie for Halloween. So, Nate, did you find people that went went way against the grain? I did. did it was like hard because some of the sites I usually use didn't have any reviews. Other ones, it was just bad Blu-ray, bad DVD. So, yeah, I will not scrap I was, all those out. I would not ding something for that. That's not the film that we're watching. You know, that's not the filmmaker. That is just a byproduct of what yep. happened. So, but I do Let's... have one trash opinion. I'm the trash man. I come out, I throw trash all over the, all over the ring, and then I start eating garbage. And then I pick up the trash can and I smash the guy on the head. Oh, that's gonna be a disaster. All right, this comes from. RC002D5241. That's a very awkward droid name. Right? That or they a gave it, trooper. Jeez. Right? <laughs> they gave it one out of ten, saying, I lasted 14 minutes with this one. Awful. Oh. I have just noticed the filter button on IMDb where you can choose to look at the negative reviews first. I wish I had seen them before watching this rubbish. I managed to suffer 14 minutes of this film. I knew it was going to be awful after five. The best way I can describe those 14 minutes is to get six of your mates who have not slept for three days, dress up in army gear, and go to your local forest. Write a script in 10 minutes after drinking half a bottle of whiskey and then pretend to be British soldiers on a military exercise. Then try and sell it to a movie company. Does that sound like too much trouble? Oh, well, watch the film then instead. I promise it is far worse. You can't. You can't. You watched 14 you minutes. Yeah, you didn't finish the whole movie. So you, sh- you shouldn't you're even, not be allowed allowed to even write that. Right. You're not allowed to write a review after 14 minutes of watching something. Now, get don't off get me the wrong. Internet. The first five minutes of Batman versus Superman, I wanted to walk out of the movie, but I yeah. stuck with it. 
I have stopped watching a movie, but I'm not going to go write a review about it. If you write a review, you sit your ass there and you watch the movie. Well, I bad, I, I good, whatever. I didn't drive to the theater for Batman versus Superman, so I would have had to wait for like four hours till I could, you know, go home. The director's cut's better. I, I'm not even going to bother at this point. Snyder Cut was better of Justice League. He got yeah. that one out of me. Yeah, I'm just saying. All right. You got any others? Or nah, that, that's all I that, got. That one's bad enough. I'm with that you. That was bad enough. That's terrible. I don't like that at all. All right, man. Well, that's us. That's uh, yes, Dog Soldiers. As we come into our closing thoughts of just saying thank you, everyone, for listening. Yep. Thank you for the downloads. Yeah. Spread the word. We Give us some reviews. Spread us out all over the world. Yep. Nate loves it. He <laughs> loves watching little little countries and continents light up on our uh on our I like seeing screen. the little map get all colorful. That's right, man. Yeah. We, we love it all. Um no, yeah. So you can find us over at uh Facebook and Instagram, give me back my horror movies and give me back my action movies. We are on TikTok and Twitter under give me back my action on Twitter or action horror and under both names on TikTok. Uh, we're getting better slowly, I guess. It's 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 been hell. I don't everybody. know. I mean, it's how been... the hell do you look at a camera and talk to it on TikTok on your phone? I, I have how no do idea. you do that and not make it be the most awkward thing in the world? Do you I... look at the phone screen? Do you look at the camera hole? I don't understand it. I've seen some pretty awkward ones on there, so I guess it doesn't I've matter. I've seen some awkward ones out there, but I don't want to be the awkward one, even though I feel obligated to just be that awkward. You know, do it, I, I know it's called Charlie Schilling, the live stream, but I was super nervous doing that at first. You know, you're like talking out your faces out there. And over the past few that we've done, I've gotten a lot more comfortable with it. Well, then you know, you're going to have kinda... to get me on the live stream, it seems. I'm just going to have to be like, sure. uh, I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> They'll just be blocking. <laughs> That's what you should do. <laughs> Every so often, raise your hands up, and I'll be like, Nate, put your hands down. Oh, oh my bad, my bad, my yeah. bad. The guys will love it. It'll uh, be uh, like I'm eating a chicken parm sandwich. Just a, There's no sandwich in your hand, Nate. Put it down. Uh, <laughs> No, so uh, everybody check us out on all the social medias. If you want to email us, it's gmbmampod at gmail.com. And no, your lack of emails will not mean I'm going to stop saying that every yeah. episode. So By the just... time this episode airs, I will uh, hopefully attended Days of the Dead in Indy, assuming yep. that I don't become a coward and back out at the last minute. Uh, so it was really cool to see anyone there if I did see anyone there. That's right. So uh, And if I didn't, then I stayed home. He'll shake his magic ball, and that will tell him what he does for that weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. I'm so socially awkward. I went to a metal festival. I don't yeah. want to go to the horror festival, <laughs> but I do. Yeah, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. All right, man. I think that wraps us up that, for today. That does it. It wraps um, it up for me. Everybody go check out our network shows. You've heard us talk about them. You know what they are. So, uh I need to get some sleep. I'm not watching a movie tonight. <laughs> so thank you, everyone. And thank Nate, you so much, people. Nate, get us out of here with the good word, brother. I hope I give you the shits, Charlie. Oh, that's without a doubt already happened. Now, let's talk about how I get back home.
you know, I almost made it to where a werewolf was going to be like the king of England until I had realized that's just the president and that there was absolutely nothing to go off of that one because I had already made the joke. Yeah, so you can't do that. But I'm sitting here going, now we're going to get like a Hulk Hogan style wolf. And when he does his like Hulkamania rip a shirt, he's just busting his chest out, you know, like yeah, the werewolves just usually do. The mane and- is showing everything's like falling off his body in shreds and it you know he's like can, and then we get the macho man I savage say, can you wolf. imagine the macho man he's like, he's like oh yeah that's uh, yeah the macho the yeah. macho savage wolf i think the uh ultimate warrior werewolf is still doing just tons and tons of cocaine in the back oh guaranteed yeah and he still comes out to the ring and just starts shaking the entire <laughs> ring and he starts shaking his leg you know like when the dog oh, he really gets to get tap in the leg He's yeah like, yeah it's no i'm i'm totally down for a new vince mcmahon i'm coming for you don't sue us vince mcmahon 